Hi, welcome to Council Chat. With me is Councilmember Fry. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. We had a quick agenda review. That was nice. And yes. I always enjoy doing the council chats. We've not done a council chat together in a while. So. I don't think so. I think I was one of the very first ones I did with you, but it's been several <laughs> months ago. It has been. So good to get back in the swing of it, right? So. Yes. Yes. Well, good. Um, so we will be discussing the Board of bids and contracts of course and we'll have petitions for public improvement right you know that's pretty standard we do that every week yes. and sometimes we have uh petitions sometimes we don't but we normally always have a board of bids mm -hmm. and that's just being fully transparent how we're spending the money so that's always important um and speaking of spending money we'll have another staff presentation on the budget for the uh, 23 fiscal year and the 10-year cip the capital improvement program and so uh, we've had a couple of these already um, this will be the third i believe the public hearing so. mm -hmm. and then the fourth and final one will be the 23rd um, we had the evening one uh, a week and a half ago yes and uh, that was good um, but, you know, we get close to wrapping this budget up. We still want people to provide us, you know, their thoughts, um, their input on it as we wrap this up. Uh, it's the most important thing we do as council members, I think, is go through that budget and decide how we're going to spend your tax dollars. Yes, I agree. So, I think giving people the opportunity to express their, you know, opinions or suggestions beforehand is oh, yeah. what we appreciate. Um, Absolutely. So I, I love that we encourage people to participate in a lot, a lot of heavy reading for us, though. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, I think the first time I cracked open that budget book, I was my eyes were just like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And so I know it's, you know, for you, this is your first year, and going through it, it's a lot of different yes. things. And I mean, you were a business owner, so you had a budget, mm -hmm. but not one that was that thick. <laughs> yeah, well, and everything is so complicated, so yeah. you have to read it four times to like pick up yep. something new each time so unfortunately we have a great staff that really helps us walk through that um, mark manning and elizabeth goltry and everyone up in finance can really help with that yeah and so they're good at good good folks for that yes um we will also have the tax exemption request for atlas trailer parts um, in district four so in blue boss district mm -hmm. uh, the company will be investing um, over a million dollars in the facility which is fantastic yep. um, we'll also be considering irb for sharpling converting also in district four um, they're helping um, which helps the company uh, grow without um, direct tax investment yeah and this one's actually an increase we had an earlier request for them but before they could get their project done, their cost increased. And so that's why they're coming back to us. It seems it's, like a common theme, right? Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's no, again, no tax dollars to the to us or to our neighbors. I think um, Tim has been doing a really good job about when people see, you know, in the paper or on the news, $40 million in IRBs, you know, they're thinking that we're writing out a $40 million right. check. So I really appreciate that the last couple months he's been like, okay, if it's $40 million, this is what it really means, 300 right. or whatever it is, um, thousand. So right. I think that's really helpful to um, make sense of it for the exactly. yeah, and people IRB, that don't do it every day. Yeah, and IRB, the city is not opening up a checkbook and writing it to a company. Right. That's not what it is. So it's always good to help people understand that. Yes. Uh, another good investment or an opportunity that's happening and coming to us is uh, a building project at Douglas and Emporia, which was the old Legacy Antique Mall. Yes. Um, they're going to come to us and ask for facade improvements where they take the specials and they pay back 
after it's the project's completed, it goes back against the property. Again, mm-hmm. no tax dollars used for this, but um, this is an interior and exterior renovation for this. Um, it's right there on the corner, so it's very visible. It's a very important part of downtown, mm-hmm. and uh, they're going to do a complete remodel and allow two, bus- two businesses to move in um, as part of it. And so really activating that space, a, a significant corner in downtown Wichita. Um, and so pretty exciting news. Yes, that, I'm that, very excited about that. Yeah, because that building set empty for a while for now. For a long time. My parents' store was at 519 East Douglas, so about a half a block Okay. Um, to the east that was okay. connected to the Eaton in the 90s. So I spent a lot of time <laughs> over there, and it was an antique mall forever, but um, it has been vacant for years, I feel like. Right. So but that whole Douglas stretch, I mean, it's it's amazing all the activity mm-hmm. that we've seen over the last few years and continue to see between the D.O. School and Chester Lewis Park uh, and now this project. Um, so g- good stuff to see. Yes. Um, but, you know, we can't limit ourselves to just downtown. Uh, we have to continue to work on the rest of the city. Mm-hmm. And one pilot project that's coming to us is um, an infill project. Um, to help encourage construction for affordable housing. And when we talk about the established central core, that's that downtown area, but outside of the core downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it boundaries are on the west, it's Ridge, and on the east, it's Woodlawn. On the south, it's Pawnee. And is it 29th on the north? No, I think it's a little bit further. Um, I was actually looking at the map before we got here, so I'm not sure, but it's a little bit further than okay. 29th. But that's well, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the established central mm-hmm. neighborhood area, and we've got a lot of vacant lots, a lot of empty lots that have created, you know, dumping grounds. Yeah. There, there are spots where there's criminal activity. So this pilot program would allow uh, two things, uh, a waive building permit fees mm-hmm. on those lots, up to 10000 Up to 10000 right? And then dumping fees for lot cleanup. So you're going to develop that lot into a, a housing project. Now you don't have to pay the building. You still have to file the building permits because we still need those records, but mm-hmm. you don't have to pay them up to 10000 And then the dumping fees to help clean the lot up and get it buildable ready. So um, a two-year program, you know, I think that could really help in those areas where it's difficult because of the high cost of housing right now. Right. And so we can help reduce some of those fees and get some activity on those lots, get them activated. The right kind of activity. Right, exactly, <laughs> which is so critical. I mean, we hear that all the time. We need affordable housing, yep. especially in the core. And so I'm really excited about this. I think a lot of work has gone into it uh, to get us to this point. And so, you know, maybe this will really help get it started. Yes, I'm excited about it too. Uh, Finally, we're looking at the community service block grant funding for Project Access, which we've supported since 1999. They do incredible work and help offer medical services. So I'm super excited about that. Um, Tuesday night, there's an open house at six o'clock at the Art Museum for uh, redistricting. And uh, we encourage, you know, the public to participate so we can get some of that feedback before we um, adopt the budget so the committee's been doing really good work on the redistricting um but they haven't and they've had some public input online and social Mm -hmm. media but again there's no substitute for having people face to face and seeing the maps up close and maybe present a couple other ideas and so that's the idea behind the the open house and right it's tuesday night at the art museum Uh, we encourage people to come out and see the work that's been done comment on some of the proposals and help us get to we have to do it has to be done by the end of the year Mm -hmm. so we're running up against a a calendar clock 
Yes. So. Yes. I also have to ask, um, what is your favorite restaurant in your district? I'm still trying to think of, I don't know if I have one. I love Savoots. I love Connie's. I love Saigon. I love the artichoke. So I'm a little Saigon fan. I've been Saigon, mm-hmm. but I, Little Saigon is another favorite yes. as well. Uh, in my district, you know, anything that's local, I want to support local, buy local as much as possible. Um, and in my district, we have a lot of chains. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But there are some local ones. Um, 12, mm-hmm. which is way out west. There used to be a great sushi place. It's no longer there. But right around the corner? Yeah, right next yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've got a new one that's opening up this weekend at a former Granite City location that's owned by local investors called Walk-Ons. So I'm excited about that. But, you know, I love eating at restaurants all across town. Um, we've Me got too. some amazing restaurants in Wichita. Um, a lot of local flavor that's just born out of. You and know, the Old Mill. Yeah. And Tanya's. I mean, I could keep going. The Anchor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There's uh, a lot of them. We're blessed, as you can tell, right? Yes, yes, right. <laughs> yeah. So on that, it's lunchtime. Yes. So let's wrap this up All so right. we can get out to eat. Um, thanks again for joining us on Council Chat Wichita. We encourage you to subscribe if, if you don't already and follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever uh, you listen to podcasts. Thank you. Thank you.